gonna get ya! World War III happens in just a few seconds! That's actually tame by Japanese standards. If you watch, you can any apply of- that sentence to anything. True, uh, as with that most- pornography, well, it's tame by as Japanese standards. With most things, the Japanese took an American construct, in this case, pro wrestling, and then they tried to murder themselves with it. Uh, Mick Foley gained gained a lot of fame and notoriety uh, when he worked in Japan before then uh, for an. Japanese death matches where the ring ropes were replaced by barbed wire. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. So again, tamed by Japanese standards. Jesus Christ. But we're not talking about Mick Foley today. No, we're we talking are... about Oh yeah, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh yes, and his rap album uh that he released <laughs> here on the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. Oh yeah, and this is number one macho fan, Steve Trollinger. And I'm wondering how long you're gonna be able to maintain that voice. The macho man's voice is going quickly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I have a mug full of tea next to me that I've already finished. Uh Layered with honey, because when you want to do the macho man, yeah, the macho man voice, you gotta rip your vocal cords apart, yeah. <laughs> Teaspoons of honey are going down the gullet of the macho man, yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm upset I'm sitting in a chair and I can't spin around 360 while I <laughs> yes. talk. That's the only way to do a proper macho man. Yes, you have to constantly just be spinning around. <laughs> we were kind of alluding to it a little bit earlier, but if you are unaware, uh, if you are not down with the history and the lingo of pro wrestling. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage is a legendary wrestler, six-time world champion. Um, now, that's a combination of championship. Co- yeah, runs. everything combined. Yeah. Ah. Those are He's a six-time world champion when you take the WWF World Heavyweight Championship and the WCW World Heavyweight Championship together, all the reigns combined. And once again, Steve is the encyclopedic authority on all things Mach- Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to be doing that all day, Elizabeth. Yeah. So Randy Savage unfortunately passed away in 2006, I oh, believe. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, the, the the I think the last really high profile thing that he did was he had an appearance in the film Spider-Man, the 2002 version. There's been so many remakes now. Where uh, he played one Bonesaw McGraw, McGraw, who was, in fact, ready. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the... that's. For most people, the last high-profile thing he did, but technically after that, in 2003, he at the age of, I think, 50, or possibly even older, he recorded his debut rap album, Be A Man. And the title track from it is... It's is a diss one, track. It's a, it's a diss track. It is... It is a or it's a wrestling promo set to a rap beat. What, what I've discovered in, in doing this podcast, whenever we do a rap song... There are, you know, diss tracks in, in the rap genre. And I've now realized, oh, shit, they're wrestling promos set to music and beats. <laughs> so here's that's little... all a wrestling promo is. It's just an extended spoken word diss track. Uh, so here's a little bit of the chorus from the song. So come on off the track so I can put you a track. Be a man hog. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from macho, that's what I heard. Be a man hog. Come on, don't be a chump. I never thought a hog would go wild like a punk. Be a man hog. 
And so if you haven't gathered yet, uh, the entire diss track is aimed at one Hulk Hogan. Uh, so delicious. <laughs> who has been an on-again, off-again rival of Randy Savage throughout his entire career uh, up until his death. I don't know. Did they ever reconcile? There's uh, there's conflicting reports. Okay. Um, uh, Hulk, whose word we can't exactly take as the absolute truth because Hulk does like to embellish to make himself look better. Yeah. It was it's a uh, it is a long standing facet point of his career is that he 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 never wants to look bad, which can be harder for him sometimes than others. But <laughs> yeah, um, sure. I can't I can't say a lot <laughs> of bad I can't say a lot of bad things about him on on this just in case he like chucks Peter Thiel at us like a rich obscene Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, uh, uh, he, he himself, so he, um, uh, the macho man's brother, uh, uh, Lanny, uh, and, um, I think a third source, uh, had, uh, mentioned before he died that they had gotten together and they had reconciled. There was even talk of them going to like a cookout, doing a cookout thing together. And, uh, shortly before he died and then, uh, Bret Hart, however, said that he had had a closer relationship to the Macho Man at that point than th those gentlemen had, and uh, had that he had nothing but bad things to say about Hulk last time they had talked. So, as with you, know, despite the fact that these are very like aggressive macho guys, they are just as good at being catty and back talking as any like gossip Gertie. <laughs> Because it was funny, like, I, I had... Did you see what Hulk was wearing last night? Those shoes didn't match that top. The clashing of colors, yeah, the clashing, yeah. Yeah, you don't wear a brown with purple like that, yeah. Yeah. So I I had a very brief window of time where I was very into wrestling, and, and um, I was kind of generally familiar with the Hulk and Macho Man Randy Savage feud, but I wasn't ever sure how much of it was real versus how much of it was just the the pageantry well, of that's, the... That's what I love about pro wrestling, Nick, and why I continue to be a fan to this day, even though it sucks more often than it doesn't. Because um, it's, it's, not, it's not high theater, but it is a type of theater. For the longest time, a lot of pro wrestling had been very interested in what's called they have a lot of like their the origins of the sport are in, are from carnivals and strongman competitions so there's a lot of carny talk they've got a lot of uh, phrases and terms that they use that's uh, specific to their industry and uh, there's a term called kayfabe where you it's basically a, a living fourth wall and for the longest time it was very potent to break it so, like, if you were feuding with someone and you, he was a bad guy and you were a good guy or a heel and a face, respectively, uh, you couldn't be seen in public together, traveling together, anything like that. And it was considered unprofessional, unprofessional for you to do that. So I agree. There's a, a lot of times in wrestling, they, especially in later years, they start to bleed together the personal lives and the private lives. And they'll... Uh, it, it's the difference between the terms are a work and a shoot. A work is something that they've planned ahead and it's what's supposed to happen. And a shoot is when something goes wrong and real life creeps in. And more often than not, to try to like gain some element of real emotion to it, they'll bleed together on purpose. A worked shoot is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. And so with, especially with Hogan and uh, the Macho Man, it's really hard to tell where it begins and where it ends and how much of it is just them 
being these characters and how much is something real. Yeah, because uh, we'll obviously get into how he transitioned uh, from professional wrestling into rapping. Um, but the whole subject of the song Be a Man is predicated on his feud with uh, Hulk. Now, if you want to get like the distilled Macho Man Randy Savage experience, go onto YouTube and look for the Randy Savage promo on Hulk Hogan 1989 right before WrestleMania five, And you just get distilled... Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan. I remember way back when, when the mega powers were bonded. Yeah. You made a lot of promises to the macho man, didn't you? Promises that you didn't keep. I remember one specific one, yeah. You promised that Elizabeth would never be in a dangerous position. You broke that promise, didn't you, Hulk Hogan? And who had to come in and make that critical save? The macho man, Randy Savage. Just watching him is Randy my blood pressure. Oh, yeah. Making the critical save. The Macho Man rolling a 20. A nat 20. Yeah. And he's got a plus two sword. Yeah. The 24 inch pythons. Yeah. That's the Macho Man sword right there. The ultimate DM. Randy Savage. But no, so Randy and Hulk were close. The other example I could give if you want to see distilled. The forming of the mega powers. Yes, the mega the powers. The greatest tag team known to mankind. So Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage apparently did a mountain of cocaine and then did a promo uh, where they were talking about how they were combined, how they they were tag team partners essentially. Yeah. Uh, in this in this in this yeah. instance, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Macho Man uh, was being attacked by a group of wrestlers, including the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> the the Honky Tonk like, Man. That sounds like something that like parents would threaten their kids with if they don't go to bed early. Uh, he the was, Honky Tonk Man he, will get you. He was a pro wrestling Elvis, uh, whose main thing was hitting people with his acoustic guitar, <laughs> uh, and he had just hit the Macho Man. Or was about to just hit the Macho Man with the acoustic guitar, which was like his finishing move. It was just ref turns his back and he hits him with the, with the fucking guitar. How does the ref miss an acoustic guitar making it Look, onto the professional stage? wrestling referees are, shall we say, unqualified to be referees. But he runs out, makes the save, and they they do a handshake, and then after that they hit this promer. Primo. Joe Primo. Madness and Hulkamania, two mega powers beating here tonight. Hulk Hogan, what is happening? Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. It's all right. Because we just might blow the whole planet up, you know. Everybody knows that Hulkamania is the strongest force in this universe. Feels like I'm watching like an ASMR video right now. When I hit that ring and I saw what the madness was all about, I realized there was a whole nother universe out there, a whole nother frontier in the power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24-inch guns out, man. You mean to tell me there is another nice solar plug. system, Macho oh, Man? Unbelievable. I'm still in a state of shock right now. A state of shock and a state of a high cocaine. Oh, no no man was so good at pinky acting as was the Macho Man. And the big man right here, the big man, yeah. He endorsed Macho Man this and he gave me direction, yeah. Reckless abandon used to be, but direction now with the mega, yeah, the mega, yeah, the mega power, yeah. But <laughs> so <laughs> totally sold that from yeah. Mean Gene. Like he, like you just came up with that, Macho Man. You just heard Mean Gene say it. <laughs> so they were buddies, but then it all went south. 
Hulk Hogan, I only come down in your matches when it's absolutely necessary. When you're down and out. That's the kind of rules I play by. But you, you play by different rules. Yeah, you gotta get in your grandstanding and your hot dogging, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I remember a time when You're hot dogging. <laughs> I didn't know hot dogging was a verb. Um, you so oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say you have no idea how much I love how how utterly enjoyable it was to learn that this performance actually has its anchors in reality in yeah. terms of how he actually feels about Hulk Hogan. So in this in this instance, after they had formed the Mega Powers, uh, the it's Macho such a weird sentence to say. <laughs> without, after they had formed the Mega Powers, as you do, uh, the Macho Man's. Uh, uh, wife and manager, Miss Elizabeth, became the manager of the team and, and Hulk Hogan. And uh, over the next year or so, they feuded with various other tag teams. Um, and uh, at this time, the Macho Man was also the uh, in his first run as uh, the uh, WWF at the time, World Heavyweight Champ. And it got to this point where uh, he, in, in character and in the storyline, he starts getting this idea that uh, that uh, Miss Elizabeth and, and Hulk Hogan are having a thing. They're having an affair. And, like, he's paying too much attention to Miss Elizabeth. And he lets that... He often plays a... Par when he's a bad guy, he often plays, like, a really paranoid, like, uh, not misogynistic, but just, like, uh, obsessive, like, mate, husband. Yeah. Like, that's his go-to character. And apparently that's his go-to character because that's what he's actually like. Yeah. In real life. So is was it a character? Just, he was he was always very, very possessive of Elizabeth and, in general, women that he considered to be his. Um, so he, he would often sort of get kind of paranoid that like the other wrestlers were hanging out with her or, uh, or in, and in this case it stems from a real life thing. Uh, so that's where they led to the mega powers exploding. And then with the WrestleMania the next year, it was him and Hulk Hogan for the title, which Hogan won. Um, now years later, this would be used as an explanation for uh, why uh, at the like 1992, I think it was when they were having a real life divorce, him and Miss Elizabeth. And uh, the Macho Man maintained that it was because, much like life imitating art, that they had an affair and that uh, Hogan and his wife at the time were trying to press her to go through. But we the don't divorce. know any of this actually. We don't know happens. any of this actually because, again, wrestlers are, at least at this time and in, in this time and place, are really privately public. Like, they are these larger-than-life personas, but they don't, like, talk out of turn. They don't talk out of school. Like, they keep shit between themselves. That's... Part, that's partially why that's the biggest reason that people can sort of think as to why their 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 professional relationship fell apart as well so when macho man randy savage gets the chance to record his debut rap album the big hit single <laughs> i say hit single like it actually like made any impact on popular music which it did not unfortunately actually there was a there was an article uh from complex that kind of laid out the background of it and there's this one quote from it where it says um Given the effort Savage was putting in, he expected just as much success from this project, from his rap album. Uh, his brother said, quote, he was also having a bit of delusions of grandeur. He thought he was going to sell 15 million CDs, and then he was doing it as a comeback. He hadn't been on television in years. It was like reinventing himself. What Savage did make a memorable appearance in Spider-Man the previous year, wrestling Tobey Maguire as Bonesaw McGraw, uh, it's easy. Where he is ready. Yes, he's always ready. Uh, it's easy to forget the larger-than-life character was out of the public eye for almost four years before the album's announced release. So, so it didn't do well. 
It did, <laughs> it did not. But you know, let's let's start back from the beginning yeah, of this song. Story short, yeah, yeah. I'm honestly torn. This song, it's okay. It's not a good album. It's not good rap. But it reaches that that critical save. I would argue <laughs> where it comes back around and becomes f- fantastic again. Yeah, throwing that nat twenty. Yeah. All right. So here's the song from the beginning. Okay, so, all right, so he's referencing uh, those AT&T commercials, and he's referencing, uh, what's the one where he's in a ballerina costume? I keep wanting to say Mr. Mom, but that's definitely not it. Are you... Mr. Nanny? Mr. Nanny, there we go. I knew it had a Mr. in it. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Nanny. Um, Now, I I guess it's really kind of disingenuous of the Macho Man to make fun of Hulk for doing a TV commercial. Dude, Macho Man was ahead of his time, dude. Like, How so? He would have. Uh, yes, our first of the Mike Russell hot takes for this episode. Well, now go with me on this. I All will. right. Uh, epic battles of world history, right? Epic rap battles of history. Epic rap yeah, battles yeah. of history. Uh, got real big in like the mid 2000s. Yeah. Right. So, and he, this is like this would have fit right in with that. Like him versus Hulk. If Hulk had actually had like a guest appearance on this, and they went back and forth, yeah, it would have been perfect. They could have they could have jumped They're, right in they, on that. They did a, they did a Macho Man epic rap battle. They history. did. Yeah, it was him and uh, Kim Jong Il. I think. Do they use the? We're the, watching that after. Do yeah. they use Macho Man? <laughs> no, no, they use the actors that they always use for those. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure Macho Man was dead by then. Oh yeah, moment of silence. Yeah. Moment of Macho Silence. <laughs> That, that is what Macho Silence sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your pay-per-view event was a joke. You're avoiding Randy Savage because you know you'll get smoked. Come on, that phony fight, the rock straight too fast. But when I tell him to do a real fight, he passed. I called him. He called him out to a real fight? But the Hulk passed. Yeah, they've, um, there's been a couple of instances where, I think there was one even where Hulk was at Universal Studios and then he heard that the Macho Man was also at Universal Studios that day. And then they had like some people go between the two of them, like trading insults. And He's on out. Back to the Future. Yeah, I'm going to get in that DeLorean. And I'm going to go back and fight the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. and you, oh, and you beat me at Amity Island. You, me, and the Jaws robot. Yeah. Steel cage. <laughs> I see you over at Hogwarts trying to drink some of that freaking, uh, what's the... Beer called butter beer. the butter beer, and I'm coming for you. This was in the mid 2000s, the, uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Harry Potter world was just really much less popular until the books were written to justify yeah. its existence. They built Harry Potter World first at Universal Studios, and J.K. Rowling went there, had such a great time. She's like, I'm going to write a book series about all of this and tie all these things in together. I'll be coming at you like the King Kong came at the whole New York City. That's closer. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> that's a ride at. Universal, right? It used to be, but yeah, that yes. all, that, that was almost, <laughs> I wrote that right. That was almost a thing. They almost had a fist fight at Universal, and then I uh, one of them backed off. You know, is is having a you know how dueling is is kind of illegal. Like you can't you can't go it's very illegal. Yes. You tell and shoot yeah, you, you are not allowed to just shoot someone now anymore. Are could you have a legit 
man to man, woman to woman, maybe. Uh, like, honest to God, fist fight to be like, I'm ready to beat that. We need to beat the hell out of each other. If to prove neither a point. side press charges, then yeah. But when I tell him, do a real fight, you I was saying it earlier. I, th- I love his voice, and I feel like everything would be enhanced. By him saying it. Like, we talk about Good Night Moon in the audiobook. Yeah. Oh, good night, that cow. That cow jumping over that moon. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the title of the song, Be a Man, it, I just wanted to hear, like, uh, <laughs> for, like, I'll Make a Man Out of You from the Mulan soundtrack. Best. Let's like, get down to business. Yeah, to defeat the Huns. Yeah. Did they take, <laughs> did they send me daughters? When I ask for sons, Ugh. I feel like Mike doing the Macho Man impression will end in him crapping himself. I mean, it does feel like you're on the precipice of some massive be a shit. Man, yeah, we must be as swift as a course and river. Yeah, you're gonna blow an O-ring. You have to be careful. <laughs> the force of a great typhoon. Mike, there's blood coming out of your eyes. Welcome to the Song Topsy Report, where we do Macho Man Randy Savage impressions for over an hour. <laughs> That is quite a distance. The thing I love about this song... I don't know song, if that was a real thing or not, though. So I couldn't find that out. I couldn't either. But I gotta say, the nice thing about this is... It's a diss track, but when you know the other person so personally... And you're able to just rag them on the most specific things... It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a level of intimacy that I feel like most diss tracks are lacking. Yeah, because they're usually... Again, like when rappers diss other rappers, they usually have had very little contact with each other. And if they have, it's been n- not in a professional sense. It's yeah. been like a negative personal sense. Whereas the thing about pro wrestlers is that they are, by and large, super professional. Like, you can, ha- you can hate the ever-loving shit out of someone you're working with. But despite the fact that their entire profession is based around the possibility of hurting another person, it almost never happens. They don't, like, you could just dirt straight up hate someone, but once you're in that ring, it's all work and business and all professionalism. Very few times does that ever fall by the wayside. That's how, like, dedicated they are to that. I gotta say, that's a pretty good rhyme right there. Hollywood Hulkster, you're at the end of your rope. In a wrestling ring, and it also it works on two levels. That's the first like double entendre that I think I think is the only one that this song includes. And nothing and like a I good double give entendre. Give it a solid B plus. Don't be scared. You're running from macho. That's what I heard. Yes. Stretching it a bit. <laughs> He is. Skirt. No, but Skirt's big now, right? Skirt. Wait, was Skirt big in 2003, or did he popularize it? He... Well, that wasn't him, though. The hook's done by, a, like, an actual rapper. Are you sure? Pretty sure. The Skirt? He did I don't know. A, Didn't he, you do research on this song? No, I did. He worked with, um... He did work with a professional studio. Hang on, I got the name up here. Uh, big Three Records. I gotta listen to this again now. This is gonna drive me nuts. You might be right. I may be crazy, but I just might be the lunatic that you're looking for. 
Don't you use your dating profile lines on me, mister. <laughs> okay, that's three. No more dating profile jokes. Aww. Mike, there will be more. Don't worry. Okay. Gremlins 2, Hogan! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> oh, whoa, you're, you're, you're stepping on his sacred. Gremlins 2, hit. Fuck you, Mike. I, I, I enjoyed Gremlins 2 with the. Uh, Tony Randall was the brain gremlin and he sang New York, New York. It was fantastic. That was nice. Hulk's bit in that was hilarious. I'm not a I'm not a big Hulk Hogan apologist, but I will say that that was a great little bit. Did Gremlins two go straight to DVD though? No, no, it went, they went out in theaters, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he saw oh because his like, bit is when he's sitting in a theater watching it. And That's I it. will also hear no one speak ill of Suburban Commando either. <laughs> I was frozen today. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Macho Man was calling out uh, Hulk Hogan because he was in Spider Man once again as Bonesaw McGraw while. I don't remember. Well, the, the last video that Hulk Hogan was in was a sex tape where he was shouting out racial slurs. I, I, I uh, point yes. to uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. I would argue that <laughs> uh, his turn in Spider-Man was more successful than that. Good job, Macho Man, keeping all of Wait. your crazy shit under the radar. Now, hold on a second. Now, yes. now, success, however, is all in the eyes of the beholder here. Okay, so you got... so. Hulk Hogan did get busted having sex and like saying some racially said things, right? But he won millions of dollars in the lawsuit, which may be more than Randy Savage got. Oh, what was the website he took down? Gawker. Gawker, Gawker. yeah. Gawker. Yeah. So he took down the website and got a bunch of money. Ah. Also, he... the Macho Man's dead. <laughs> well, Who's that really puts... now? That really puts it in perspective. So the Hulk won in the respect that he's not dead. Yes. Would you rather be alive with millions of dollars and a tarnished reputation or dead? <laughs> the first one. It's a, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard question to answer. I tarnish right. my reputation a little more every day. So. And you get nothing. Every, every episode we record, you tarnish your reputation a little bit more. <laughs> He loves kicking butt, man. <laughs> and he got at least one word that rhymed with Hogan in there. The Macho Man does love a good slogan. Uh, I remember uh, there was a whole storyline after the whole event we had talked about earlier where he had been, uh, he lost a like a loser leaves WWF match. So he was like forced into retirement, still worked for the company as a color commentator, got into this whole, um, this whole feud with Jake, the snake Roberts, because Jake, the snake Roberts and the undertaker crashed, uh, their, their wedding, uh, their, their post wedding party, him and miss Elizabeth and, uh, the match and uh, not Macho man. And, uh, 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 Jake, the snake had hit his giant bow constrictor in one of the presents. And so the Macho Man was So wait, you're saying Jake the Snake's thing was he had snakes. Yeah. Okay. So the... Uh, trying to keep up. Keep with me. Keep with me here. So uh, he had been like in in the in the storyline, had been like struggling to be reinstated. Yeah. And he was like, he was came up with a, a, he was came up with a slogan that he would like go around and he'd say on TV for the like the fake president of the company to reinstate him. And it was, it was, I was like, 
Reinstatement. That's the plan. Reinstate the Macho Man. <laughs> I think that's why so many wrestlers run for public office because they can do slogans so well. Yeah. So- that's all you need to win an election. And they know how to get the masses pumped, man. They know how to get people freaking the fire going in their bellies and whatnot, you know? And then, dude, politics is popularity, yeah. You see, that's what you gotta do, all right? Yeah, you gotta get up, make the slogans, get the people. Mike, the blood's coming again. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, no, like, you're making me have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I gotta take a dump, yeah. I gotta say, wrestlers, like... When it comes to getting, like, an audience riled up, like, they really do, like, try to work the audience at, like, that base reptile part of their brain that just responds to sheer presence and what other people are doing, and that's basically what politics is. You gotta get in that part of your brain a little more, Nick. You gotta just... You gotta hey, get... this isn't the fucking self-help Nick <laughs> episode, okay? What's what the... I am perfect just the way I am. Why also, do I need to do that? Wait, no. Mike, tell me. Why do I need to do that specifically? Uh, what is wrong with maybe, me? Well, maybe I'm doing it too much and I'm projecting my insecurities and my reptile brain on yours. That's like... No, you're <laughs> saying I don't... I People don't take me seriously? I don't have enough of a presence? What? <laughs> no, I'm saying... You say like, Nick, that's something you gotta work on. <laughs> It's unfortunate that we live in a country where... (laughs) I'm just saying, you call it the reptile part of the brain. Yes. That just sounds like the cool part of the brain. It's the oldest part. It is, yeah. Are we more related to the reptiles than something else? Is that... Okay, I'm not getting into this. (laughs) Okay, so Be a Man uh, by Randy Savage. It's a shame. shame Billions of years ago, single-celled organisms evolved into multi-celled organisms, and then progressively you got different... um, Phylum, uh, where you got your mammals, you got your reptiles, you've got your uh, Stephen Trollinger leaving. Stephen just marched to the other side of the table and hit the play button while I was in the middle of explaining the reptile part of my brains versus the mammal part. <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> That's the weirdest one. Jokes on you, Hulk. What are you gonna do? Probably nothing, because you're a real big punk. You called my dad up on the phone, man. Use a chump, and then he doesn't expand upon that. And I couldn't. Once again, I couldn't find anything to substantiate this. But apparently, at one point, Hulk Hogan called Randy Savage's dad for some reason. Angelo Poffo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the the Macho Man's real last name is uh, is Poffo. They they it's actually a wrestling family. Yeah, uh, they were uh, he and his brother Lanny were second generation, and their dad owned a territory in the mid south for a while. That's it. That's the no. information I had. <laughs> You're like the Wikipedia footnote for every fact that I throw out. Incidentally, here. he started that because he didn't think his sons were getting decent pushes in the territories they were working in. So he started his own promotion to to push them. What and, a dad! And a lar- I'm going to bring it back because another part of their the Macho Man and the Hulk's rivalry rivalry had a lot to do with who's getting the more who's getting the most attention who's getting pushed when push is another wrestling term meaning who's getting you know the attention and the title shots and the yeah. all and all the speaking engagements and all that sort of thing and uh it was really a long standing thing of they they were both fairly equal in terms of their popularity uh the macho man was a little bit better at being a heel and you know the hulk was you know a, a face baby face good guy for the longest time and th- he they just couldn't so there's two big Famous 
awesome guys. The problem is they work for the same company in the same spot. Yeah. So it's just a constant professional one-upsmanship. And I will say that the Macho Man was uh, had had a leg up in terms of in terms of Hulk Hogan. He was way more technically proficient than, than Hulk was. Hogan had the look and the personality and the larger than lifeness. But the thing is, the Macho Man had all of that, the promo skills, and he was actually a good wrestler. Which, you think Hulk Hogan's a good wrestler? Not really. He's. I mean, he he used to he used to be used. To, I'm not. When he first started out. He was a bit more technically proficient. And then he soon realized, oh, I could just do like five or six moves and that's it. And then just do a bunch of punches and that could be my whole match. It's really more about the performance and the presentation than how many moves you can do and how many like cool spots you can make. I would love you to write the Hulk Hogan more technical diss track to compliment this. (laughs) You've been coasting on a few technical skills for too long. You started out okay, but then you went wrong. And then you, 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 you banked on your larger than life personality. And then you used it to incorrect ends like a calamity. Nick, calm down. Nick, Mike, wipe the, wipe the blood off his nose. Oh oh, 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 God. Don't actually do it. Don't actually wipe the real blood off my nose, Mike. Good God. <laughs> Sorry. You call my dad up on the phone, man. Use a truck. Because if you really got static, pick it up with me. And I'll pump your butt out for the world to see. But this is. But this is. The Macho Man is his own hype man. <laughs> he hype re- man Randy Savage. He really is. I mean. Like, I, I, I would have loved to have been the Macho Man's hype man. But there's no way you could follow it no. up. No. I would be very low-key compared to him. I never thought Hulk would go wild like a punk. Yeah, man, Hulk. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from Macho, that's what I heard. Yeah, man, Hulk. Boy, use a chunk. Because Hulk Hogan is a real big Oh, we should, we got to write distracts, distracts about each other now. No, we don't. I think it'd be great. <laughs> Everything I say to you is a diss track. I know. So you got plenty of just, material. I'll, I'll just go back. I'll read every episode to add just a beat in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pull those. Just pull some select quotes and then put it. Although, you know, I would love to see what Mike Russ would have to say about one Steven Trollinger in a diss track, given the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. It's totally nice. It's completely, it's completely nothing but good, nice things to your say about Your contributions are really funny. And Nick, your jokes are really funny. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thanks I really, for all you I do. really like you. <laughs> you guys are the best. This is Mike Russell here saying, "Don't get a rest," because he's doing it. Doing Not it actively. Really good. <laughs> but once again, unfortunately, this album uh, did not perform very well, and unfortunately, it was not for a lack of promotion like apparently randy savage toured like malls all over the place to do signings they even did advertisements for it can you remember the last time you you saw a commercial for an album Jeez, no not in the last 10 years but wouldn't you be so inclined to buy one if you're just surfing through the channels and then this came up it's the debut release from macho man randy savage Listen to him throw down with such songs as Let's Get It On and Be A Man. Macho Man Randy Savage on Big Three Records. Because Hulk Hogan is a real big punk. 
MachoMan.com on your CD-ROM. Ooh, yeah. Call 1-800-254-5433 to order now and receive a limited edition poster. Macho Man. Cut, cut. Macho Man. It's not... I mean, the CD-ROM is like a physical it's thing a that you component put, you, of the you put it into the computer. It's not the computer itself. Well, let me tell you, when the macho man thinks about computer science, he thinks about when Hulk Hogan took that big elbow drop from the top of the rope. And I've lost my macho man. I'm just, it's, I'm tired. I'm too tired. It's old man macho. When you take that thing and you... I'm losing my voice and my capacity to... to, in, to to bring myself to the levels of intensity I need to be at. And you've just been doing it for an hour-long podcast. Can you imagine living your entire life like that, like That's, Macho Man Randy Savage? That is probably why he died of a heart attack. <laughs> is that what got him? Because He, that's he totally had a heart attack while he was driving. He was, yeah, he had a heart attack Crashed his car. And apparently it was... Uh, Apparently, he'd never been to the doctor. Like, he had never been diagnosed with any heart condition, which, if you just watch any of his promos, clearly there is something going on with his heart. Yeah. Which, apparently, they did not get. So, yeah, he died at uh, age 56, oh, I believe. Beyond, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, but it's 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 unfortunate. I mean, he was a phenomenal entertainer, and he had a uh, a rap career cut tragically short. Because I, I saw some other uh, news clip. It was like a local news clip um, talking about. <laughs> oh, just the, I know the, God. the way you said that. Oh, a local news clip. Oh, God. a local news clip. Like, oh, like, I gotta go wash my hands. I touched a local oh, newspaper. Oh. I know, Mike. How do you feel about local news? Oh, I have quite a few feelings about local news here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will not go into depth because I do want to preserve some, <laughs> some chance, of, some mystery, and some chance of you uh, getting future employment. Hey, I, I, but I'll tell you, they got the best, the best work in there. They do, and the you know, even if even if their employers don't recognize. Yeah. Oh, but damn it. <laughs> but uh, this local news article was talking about uh, Randy Savage's album, and they did mention that he was already working on his second album. Which never came out. If, if he actually has had material, it never made it. And I really would love to hear that someday. Because this album was much maligned when it came out. Uh, All Music and Sputnik Music both gave it one star. Uh, which, as far as I'm concerned, just means they totally didn't get it. They missed the point. <laughs> I mean, if the material still exists, they've got at least three Macho Man impersonators here at the Song Tops. Your yes, we will <laughs> fill in any lyrics or demo material that he didn't get finished. Well, like, be his audio holograms, you know? Holograms? Autograms. Well, be his autograms. <laughs> That's uh, why we'll get to that point at some, do you think at we'll some get to point in point... time where I just have dead wrestlers, hologram wrestlers fighting I was just going to say, I mean, I, I was talking about how, you know, with Prince, there was, all, there was a very near miss, apparently, uh, with the Super Bowl. Could you imagine that they, at some point, will just do hologram recrea- recreations of, like, classic matches? Yeah. No, it wouldn't be recreations. It would be uh, wish fulfillment matches. Oh, I suppose it would so. Be, <laughs> Re- WrestleMania 37, the Macho Man, Randy Savage versus Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to make robots kill each other. Versus CM Punk. <laughs> Wait, but you look like you had a sudden realization. We're going to make robots kill each other. Yeah. We already made BattleBots. It was a TV show. Nah, already. dude, but we're going to take it a step further, Nick. Okay, we're going to they're going to take these AI robots yeah. and they're going to cover them in skin. Yeah. All right, we're going to have some AI bots because a lot of people have been making fuck bots right now. But soon Mike, it's gonna the blood's be, getting on the mic. There's going to be fight bots here. Out of his mouth. <laughs> Why can't the fight bots be the fuck bots? Why do we have to Oh, you can fight and fuck these bots. I tell you what, Nick, because Don't get it mixed up though. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, dude, all of a sudden you get 
choke slam through your bed when you thought you would be going to be getting some head. Safe no. word. Uh, safe uh, word. Uh, that almost sounded like a slogan. You'd be choke slammed through your bed when you thought you was getting the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, no, seriously, imagine, imagine, like, people want to make these dream fights, right? So then we get these robots, right? And we make them look like these historical, like, wrestlers. And then all... <laughs> robot the- Randy Savage. <laughs> robot Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, beep, yeah, 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 yeah. But, dude, and they would beat the hell out of each other. And, you know, we won't even know who's going to win. Because whoever, like, whatever just... Whoever robot- has the better algorithms. <laughs> we are bringing... I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We're bringing back coliseums, and I'm going to try to own one with robots. It's fucked up, though. I'm going to have a lot of people. I can't believe I've had to do this two episodes in a row. They're called arenas. There are arenas. No. Isn't that a coliseum? Which is an arena. We have coliseums. We call them arenas. They're They're interchangeable. uh, Whatever. We don't have to bring it back. We have. That's what pro wrestling is. It's a Roman Coliseum fight. Tomato ketchup. It's a, you gladi- know, it's the it's same a gladiator thing. fight. Gladiators. Gladiators. Oh, yeah. Husband to a murdered wife. Yeah. Father to a murdered son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage robot fighting a Russell Crowe robot. A Russell Crowbot. A Russell Crowbot. I will have my revenge. Yeah, let me tell you, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. All right. I think I think we have dissected in depth uh, Be a Man by Macho Man Randy Savage from his debut and only album. Until it gets unearthed. <laughs> until until sequel gets unearthed. Yeah, until part two gets unearthed. We don't have the voices. Yes. It's not, not currently. Yes. And, yeah, any, and, yeah, it's any coming, other... though. It's coming. Yes. yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, Pandora. And that's it. No more, no less. <laughs> yes. Those, those specifically. Uh, guys, thank you very much for listening. You can... Um, if you find us on Apple Podcasts, you can choose to leave us a review if you're so inclined. We'd very much appreciate it. You can also uh, subscribe to us there. You can listen to us on Spotify, which a lot of you have been. So thank you very much for all of our new listeners who are joining us from Spotify. Um, we're on Google, Stitcher Play. Uh, no, Google Play and Stitcher. Google Stitcher Play is not a real thing. Um, and you can follow me personally at... Uh, Nick Brigadier on both uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com or on the Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's dot D-O-T and Mr. M-R. Uh, but yeah, like Nick was saying, send us uh, feedback, suggestions, uh, what you'd like to hear a Randy Savage quote through voice impersonation with. Thing. <laughs> Did that make sense? Yikes. I think, Yikes. I think that Yikes. wrestling robot, I think that uh, sex robot malfunctioned. <laughs> oh, and what, what Mike you, Russell is the my, ultimate sex robot. Mike folks. Russell is a machine. A, Mike Russell was a sex bot this whole time. I wish I could say I was shocked. <laughs> yo, yo, you should also send funny names for sex positions with robots. Like, because that'd be a fun theme, I think. The screwdriver. Uh, see. Man, we, this show has gotten really sexual since the new year. I blame Vibes Cartel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, where, uh, may, where may we find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter and on Instagram at Your Man Trollo. Uh, you can find my website, probably, at stephentrollinger.com. Uh, and you may contact me in any of those ways and in no other ways. 
Only those. Ah, well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. You know, I'm the cream of the crop. Yeah. Yeah. Rising to the top. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, podcast is over. Yeah. Oh, I've had to pee for like a half an hour. Yeah. Gotta take a big dump now, man. Yeah. 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 Right now.